Do it again, Rollins. This is everything you've worked for. This is your universal title. Braun's already kicked out twice, though. The hell with it. You've got to keep going. A third stop by Rollins. Another cover by the champion. Is it enough to retain the title? Oh, and Strowman kicked out at two and a half. Hello, you're listening to Wrestling Newspaper FM. I am sick to death, by the way, that name. What a horrible name. Anyway, you're listening to Wrestling Newspaper FM for now. Um, This is your WWE Clash of the Champions 2019 review, recap show, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not going to be going into every match move for move. Just going to give an overall summary of the night. Now, as you might notice, I am on my own. Danny, Danny decided to swan off to London to watch the progress show at Ali Pali. So Danny has had a great weekend watching NXT UK down in London. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, it's a solo show today. Just going to be quickly talking about my thoughts on WWE Clash of the Champions. Um, Now, the main things coming out of the show was Seth Rollins. He retained the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. Um, And it was a decent match, weren't it? It was pretty good. Um, In the main event of the show, we had Kofi Kingston. He retained the WWE Championship against Randy Orton in a a match that... I don't know. It it, it was all right, weren't it? A lot of people didn't like that match. I didn't mind it as much as everyone else. Um, The match of the night came with Becky Lynch against Sasha Banks. Had a horrible finish, but... The match itself was great, really great showing between those two. So, they're the main three headlines coming out of the show. Pretty much, obviously, the show ends with Bray Wyatt attacking Seth Rollins, setting up their match at Hell in a Cell in three weeks' time. So, yeah, that's the main things coming out of the show. Um, There's a lot of criticism for this show online, I'm reading. A lot of people did not like this show. For me, I thought thought it was all right. I... There was a lot of stuff, do you know what I mean, that wasn't, it wasn't great. Do you know what I mean? There was no, there was no four star, four and a half star matches. But I don't know, I've sort of got to the point where I've trained myself with WWE. I don't go into their shows thinking, right, I'm I'm in for five hours, get the cans of Coke Zero out, get the crunchy bars out. I'm, I'm not sat there thinking I am in for five hours of excellent wrestling. No, for me, if I want that fix... I'm sorry, I hate to annoy you WWE fans. I'll stick on New Japan. Do you know what I mean? I'll stick on maybe AEW. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, so if I'm sitting down wanting to watch some great wrestling, I'll probably watch some New Japan. But for WWE, I've sort of just come into the thing thinking, do you know what? I'm just going to watch the show for what it is. I'm going to try and be entertained. It's not all about the wrestling with WWE. Unfortunately, maybe. Maybe fortunately, I don't know. But yeah, you just got to, just got to, do you know what I mean? I've been watching these shows now for 20 years. There's no point in bitching, no point in complaining as much as we all love to. It, it is what it is. It was a WWE pay-per-view in 2019. There were some bad parts of the show. Well, there were some there were some highlights. As we've said, the Becky Lynch-Sasha uh, Banks match was great. I, I love that match. Um, but yeah, so... Main thing coming out of the show, the main event, let's get into that first. I'm not going to start off with the pre-show, we can talk about that later. The main event is what everybody wants to be talking about. Now, we had Seth Rollins, he successfully defended the Universal title against Braun Strowman. 
Now, for me, Braun Strowman, how many how many times does this guy want to be in a title match and fail? He failed against Brock numerous times. Um, he failed in the fatal four-way match he had at SummerSlam 2017. He's been in plenty of title matches and he never... They just don't seem to want to put the belt on him. They probably missed the boat where that is concerned, to be honest. But yeah, so what I really want to talk about is Seth Rollins. Now, Seth Rollins, last night I put a poll up on Twitter. Not a poll, I just put a tweet up on Twitter. What does everyone think the reason is that Seth Rollins is receiving the boos during these def title defences of his? Now, SummerSlam, they hid that well because Brock is obviously hated by the majority of fans. I'm, I'm not one of those fans, but he is hated by the majority of fans, so they hid that well. But Seth Rollins, he just doesn't seem to be connecting with the fans, does he? Um, that might just be the curse of whoever's the chosen top babyface by Vince McMahon, a la Roman Reigns. But there's something with Seth Rollins that's just not, just not connecting with the fans, is it? Um, last night, visibly, audibly, you could hear the boos as Seth Rollins hit the second and then the third curb stomp on Braun Strowman. That crowd were booing the hell out of Seth Rollins. Now, people might want to pretend they didn't hear it, whatever. He got booed. So the question I'm asking is, what? where did this all come from? Fast forward, well, rewind, sorry, to a year ago. Seth Rollins was the most over guy probably in the company. Do you know what I mean? He was having great matches for the Intercontinental title, but ever since he's had that step up to the WWE main event level, he's just not, he's just not received. I mean, what do you want to say? Do you want to say it was maybe the Dean Ambrose feud, John Moxley, that, that didn't help, but he was quite hot coming out of WrestleMania after beating um, Brock. Obviously, pairing him up with Becky Lynch, for me, is possibly the main reason of this. Do you know what I mean? It really didn't help having Seth what was it, he was the man of the man or whatever, the bitch of the bitch, I don't know, whatever you want to call him, that's what it was, so I put this question up on Twitter, I'm reading some of the responses for the first time now, Martin, always nice to hear from Martin, whatever happened to that guy, <laughs> um, Martin is saying, because most mainstream wrestling crowds boo everything they think is a product of the system, the fan base of wrestling is toxic, and they cry if the flavour of the month isn't pushed to the moon, Martin, yeah, you've got a point, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? As I alluded to, that is, they just don't seem to want to get behind the guy who's been chosen. But I think there has been a lot of things on the way that hasn't helped Seth as a babyface. You could even go back to 2016, his big return, if you remember. He came down during the Roman Reigns-AJ Styles match at, was it Fastlane? No, Fastlane. It was one of those pay-per-views. Um, payback, it was Payback. Um, in May 2016, Seth Rollins returned. The crowd are going absolutely crazy for Seth Rollins attacking Roman Reigns. The next night, they wanted to cheer him. What did they do? They put Seth Rollins out there and he shat on the fans. He talked about how he got all the fan mail when he was injured and he threw it in the trash. Do you know what I mean? And ever since then, they then three months later decided to turn Seth babyface just by default, really, by having Triple H turn on him. And since then... Seth has been on the road to recovery, and he was finally getting the fans behind him until this. Uh, Carl, Carl is saying, um, because yesterday's match was exactly the same build of all his matches against Lesnar, Braun is too popular of a superstar, and after the splash from the third rope, he went over with the crowd. Everyone wanted Braun's comeback, but that never happened. Super fast, he said, we don't want him as champion. Um, another guy, it's me, a wrestling fan, said straight facts, everyone wanted Braun to win. False Count Radio, 
He's mediocre. Seth Rollins is mediocre. Now, I'm not a Seth Rollins fan, to be honest. I wouldn't say he's mediocre. He's pretty good in the ring, and he had that great match with Lesnar at SummerSlam. But, do you know what I mean? There's a number of things. He's criticising Will Ospreay on Twitter, who is, let's be honest, probably the first, second, third best wrestler in the world. Don't think that helped. He's bringing up his bank balance. Don't think that helped. Um, Lynch, GRFX, easy, talented wrestler, but a boring gimmick. Steve Nelson, he's a one-trick pony that is way overrated. Um, so yeah, that's all the response I'm going to read from that tweet. If you've got anything you want to say, that tweet is on our Twitter. Just search Wrestling Newspaper FM if you want to comment on that. Um, but yeah, so there may be some of the reasons why Seth Rollins isn't as over as he was, isn't as over as the top guy in the company should be. And I'm thinking, well, you heard the reaction that Bray Wyatt, the Fiend's been getting. Seth, you're going to get booed out of the building at Hell in a Cell, mate. I can see it coming. If Seth retains against Bray at Hell in a Cell, he is going to get even more booed. But So that match for me is only one outcome, and that's Bray Wyatt taking the title. Seth's been champion since WrestleMania now, so it's time for a change, time for a change. Anyway, back to the clash of the champions. So, yeah, we, we were talking about the Seth Braun Strowman match. I thought it was a good match. Do you know what I mean? It was good. Um, you could tell that it was, it, it was nicely booked. It was 12 minutes after the long show that we'd had. Nobody needed to see the match go any longer than it needed to go. So, 11, 12 minutes was great. Um... It was a good match. Do you know what I mean? Seth did a good job getting a good match out of Braun. I'm not gonna, I'm not into all this running through. Oh, and, and then he hit him in the face. Then he hit a suplex. Then he took him down with a tope suicida. Not into that. I'm just going to give my thoughts on the match. So, yeah, it was a good match. I went three and a quarter stars on it. Um, it, it was a WWE main event. That is all I can say. It wasn't, wasn't the sort of main event you'd expect to see in 2019 in terms of it. But... Seth did the best that he could with Braun, who is not the best in the ring anymore. Not that he ever was, but yeah, the crowd turn on Seth. Seth wins three and a quarter stars. Um, the semi-main event, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan should be nowhere near a match with Roman Reigns. I've seen some praise for this match. I wasn't feeling it. Do you know what I mean? It was about 3 a.m. UK time at this point, and I was not feeling this match. The coffee was wearing off. And, yeah, the only thing I'm going to remember this match for is finally the return of Luke Harper. Vince McMahon is finally allowing this guy to do something. It's about time. Luke Harper is a talented, talented guy. He's 40 years old almost. He should be doing something. So, yeah. So, I don't know where they're going to go with this. Obviously, teaming up Harper with Rowan, you're going to think Roman Reigns is probably going to have to find a partner um, for the next show at Hell in a Cell. I think... I've, I've, I've had this debate on Twitter before and nobody agrees with me, but I'm going to say what I think. It is, as much as Daniel Bryan is good as a heel, it is a travesty that this guy is not a babyface. The WWE are screaming for a babyface, screaming for that top babyface, and Daniel Bryan is the guy. He had two, three years on the sidelines. He makes his triumphant return at WrestleMania, and within six months, WWE because they can't book a babyface to save their lives, have to turn him heel, which is stupid. Although he's a good heel, Daniel Bryan, he's needed to be in the top one, top two, top three babyfaces in the company. And I think they need to do Roman and Bryan against Rowan and Harper. But 
it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't go that route. But for me, that is what I'm saying. That's what should happen. Um, the match itself, you know, I mean, Eric Rowan, he's faced The Rock at WrestleMania. He's beat Roman Reigns now on pay-per-view. So, yeah, big win for Rowan. But the match itself was, it wasn't for me. I went two stars on this match. Um, before that, we had Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. People might not like this, but I, I really don't care. So, <laughs> Kofi Kingston, do you know what I mean? He had a great rise, didn't he, after the Elimination Chamber. I was loving it. He had a great rise, a great match with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. He wins the title. His title reign has bombed. People might disagree, but you can't get away from the facts. Kofi Kingston, look at his match with his feud with Kevin Owens. He had a match with Kevin Owens. It was poor by Kevin Owens. It was not good. You're looking at the two-star, three-star range for that. He then had a trilogy of matches against Dolph Ziggler at that terrible Crown Jewel show. That was terrible. I feel like, did they have a cage match somewhere along the line? Well, that was terrible. His match with Randy at SummerSlam was... Just wasn't great. This sort of stuff is fine at the mid-card level title feuds, but not for the WWE Championship. Kofi has done a great job in making this title seem like a mid-card title. And this was the time for me to put the title on Randy, have Randy Orton, a guy who looks the part, wrestles the part maybe once every three years, go into the first show on Fox as the WWE Champion. But they didn't do it, surprisingly. They had Kofi Kingston retain, and after 10 years... Kofi finally gets his win over Randy. They've got to take the title off this guy. I'm sorry. It just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. It, the chase was fun, but the aftermath of it just hasn't been. Get the belt off him. Get it off him. Put the title. This is going to get some heat. Put the title. They're going to put the title on Brock. I think they're going to do it. First night at Fox. Kofi is losing that belt. For me, I actually, the match itself, it went 20 minutes. The crowd were dead for it. It, it, it was a good match. I'm pushing it by saying good match. It, I'm go, I've gone three and a quarter stars. I feel like I've gone a little bit high. But it was all right. Do you know what I mean? It was probably one of Kofi's better title defences. But it's just not It's just not on the level of what you need from a WWE Championship match on pay-per-view. Sorry to do this, but I'm going to have to have a drink of this Coke. Danny, where are you? I could be doing this while you were talking, but Danny has decided to go and watch NXT UK this weekend. Right. Raw Women's Championship. Let's talk something positive. Becky Lynch versus Sasha. These two, I've been saying these two should have had a feud for... This is this is their first singles feud on the main roster, isn't it? They've been doing Sasha Bailey... Not Sasha Bailey, Sasha Charlotte, Charlotte Bailey... But they never did the Becky-Sasha feud. And why? Why? These two are great in the ring together. Such good chemistry. Um, I love this match. I think it was great. Um, I didn't like the ending. But at the same time, I can see why they did it. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm not really for them. Just they, What they did for if you did. You, you, everyone who's listening to this review watched the show. So basically, you know what happened. The referee's down for, what, seven, eight minutes. And then the commentary team just announced that the match has ended. Didn't really like it. Um, WWE never do that in matches. So it was a bit left field doing that. However, do you know what I mean? If you're building towards the Hell in a Cell match, which they better had be, Hell in a Cell match, you couldn't really have 
you didn't want to put the belt on Sasha, you couldn't beat her. There's no way Sasha could lose this match coming back in. So they wanted to keep Sasha for another match, not take the belt off Becky. So this was really the only way they wanted to do it, to keep it going into hell in a cell. Um, yeah, so I say the match is great. They're hitting the hitting the submissions on each other. Everything is crisp. There was nothing up with the match whatsoever. The crowd, the crowd. This was the hottest the crowd got. A really, really. It was just a really good match. Match of the night. I've gone four stars on this match. Four stars. Match of the night. Go and watch this match if you haven't watched it. It's really probably the only match that's worth going out your way to see on this pay per view. So hopefully we do see the rematch at Hell in a Cell, which I'm sure we will. Now, Nakamura versus The Miz for the IC title. This was... It, 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 Miz is not a good wrestler. I know it's not a popular opinion. Well, why am I... My opinions don't seem to be popular, but, hey, Miz, not a good wrestler. Nakamura... I don't know, Nakamura hit the retirement home three years ago. He's been taking it easy for three years now. He's not interested. But they actually did all right. They did got a decent match out of it. This Sami Zayn and Nakamura alliance is bizarre, but I suppose it makes sense. Nakamura's first match in WWE was probably his best, maybe, against um, Sami Zayn at, what was it, NXT back in Dallas at WrestleMania 32 weekend. So they've teamed them up. Um, this match, I actually thought Miz would win this match to wipe the Chris Jericho being having the most, what has he held the IC title the most time? Something petty like that, but... They didn't do it. Um, so that match, I went two and a three-quarter, three-star match. It was around that level, weren't it? Um, I'm not going to go into detail on the next match. It was five stars before it started, if you know what I mean. It, <laughs> it was Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against Manda and Sonya. I don't know. It, 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 it was what it was, weren't it? It was, it was exactly the sort of match you'd expect. It wasn't great. I went, it was about a star and a half. Alexa and Nikki retained. We do not need to go further into that match. Before that, New Day versus The Revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. This was a good match. Um, I'd written down in my notes that this match didn't need to be on the card, but it actually ended up being pretty good. Do you know what I mean? The Revival, they take Big E out, Shatter Machine to Xavier, but instead of going to the pin, what I liked about this they just wanted to be them nasty bastard tag team heels. They go after the injured knee of Xavier instead of going for the pin. Now, they would have looked stupid had they lost the match like this. But because they came out with the win, it just made them look like proper heels, which is what they are. They are classic heels. They did a nice little promo after the match. It was good. Revival, your new SmackDown tag team champions. I enjoyed this. Three and a quarter stars. Um... Bailey Charlotte. Now, I'm trying to be positive, but three minutes for this match. Three minutes for Bailey versus Charlotte in Charlotte's hometown of Charlotte. What is it? North Carolina. I'm from the UK. I don't know. No, Charlotte, North Carolina. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was, this was one of the matches I was looking forward to most on the show. Um, I can see why they did the ending, I suppose, if they want to establish this Bailey heel character, but. They didn't really need to do this on pay-per-view, did they? They could have at least, like they did with Becky and Sasha, give us 10, 15 minutes of these two putting a good match on because this match would have got the crowd interest. The crowd would have been hyped for it. Do you know what I mean? They could have built the crowd up to the point where they think that Charlotte's going to win and then Bailey does this. Then Bailey does this. All the heat's on Bailey, But instead, they did it three minutes in when nobody actually really had got behind Charlotte to the point of caring. Um... 
So yeah, that was I've gone one and a half stars on that this match. Didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. The opener of the show, which seems I've done the show backwards, Anna, but I wanted to talk about the main things on the show first. Um, it was Seth and Braun against Rude and Ziggler. Rude got the pin on Rollins for the win. It was a three-star opener. It was a fine pay-per-view opener. So yeah, as you can tell by a lot of what I've said, a lot of the matches on this show I have gone around the three-star mark. So a lot of people are saying it was a bad pay-per-view. Do you know what I mean? There was a lot of decent to good to okay matches. So I, I was fine with it on the whole. Fine with it on the whole. The pre-show. The pre-show got a lot of abuse. Um, AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. So they're doing this push for Cedric Alexander, apparently. Bullshit. <laughs> he lost to AJ Styles in four minutes. And not only did he lose, AJ could have beat him, decided not to pin him to give him more of a beatdown, then pinned him, then Cedric got beat down after the match. If that is how you push someone, then WWE, they just reiterate, these guys do not know how to build a babyface, but to be honest with you, I'm not sure if they have any intention of giving a decent push to Cedric. Maybe I'm wrong, but to me, this just signaled the Cedric Alexander push is done with. Maybe I'm wrong, but why Why would you beat Cedric in four minutes? Now, a lot of people, I was reading Twitter around this much, going, oh, why is AJ Cedric on the pre-show? To me, I, I don't have a problem with him having a big match main event the pre-show. You watch UFC, there's good matches, big matches that main event their pre-show, so I have no problem with that. But what I do have a problem with is the match starting within nine minutes of the main show starting. So you already know you're only going to get nine minutes. At maximum, and we ended up with four, AJ won. For the four minutes, it was actually good action. You're always going to get that with these two. But four minutes for AJ and Cedric, not good enough. So, yeah, stupid, stupid match. Um, the other match on the pre-show was, it was just your 205 Live spot fest, really. These three, Gulak, Korea, Dorado, would have a better show, on two, a better show, a better match on 205 Live. And they just hit lots of spots, really. It was two two and three quarters, three stars. It was it, it was exactly what you'd expect. But the spot at the end of the match made me laugh. Don't up. I tweeted this out. So basically, Gulak has... Did he have... His shoulder? I think he had Dorado's shoulders pinned, yeah? He's pinning him. And he, one of his shoulders weren't down. The ref goes, your shoulders are up. So Dorada puts his own shoulders back down and essentially allows the pin on himself. I thought, oh, this is going to set a trend for the night. It didn't, luckily, because this was actually... Normally, WWE papers, I feel like I've loads of terrible finishes. There was the couple, don't worry, they didn't let us down. They give us a couple of bad finishes, but on the whole, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a night of bad finishes. So, yeah, do you know what I mean? I, I've spoke now for about 20, 25 minutes. I don't really want to witter on Fage. I just wanted to give my chip in for our listeners who I know, do you know what I mean? Want, well, I hope. I'm guessing if you've got this far into the show, you want to hear our thoughts on the WWE Clash of the Champions show. So I thought I'd give it you. Do you know what I mean? I stayed up till four o'clock in the morning. So bit of a commitment to be doing this the next day. Um, but yeah, the show overall, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I don't know what people want me to say. I've seen a lot of abuse on Twitter for the show, a lot of negative thoughts on the show. It made me want to see the next pay-per-view. I'm excited for Seth against Bray. Um, I'm excited for Sasha against Becky, which are probably going to be the two cell matches on the show. I'm excited to see who Roman's partner is, hopefully Brian, to take on Rowan. 
and Harper. So yeah, it did its job. Do you know what I mean? The, the clock keeps going and it got me up for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So I don't know what people want. Do you know what I mean? What, what do you want? You're not going to get a big four type of show from WWE. Just my advice would be, trust me, I go into WWE. I have been guilty of going into WWE shows expecting too much. Just lower your expectation and just go in. Get some nice nuts from the shop. Get a nice cold can of Coke. Have a few coffees. That might, do you know what I mean, perk you up a bit. Relax. Enjoy the show. Don't expect too much because this is, after all, WWE. But yeah, so that's it. I enjoyed the show. I apologise. I enjoyed the show. Um, Final thoughts, final comments, really, on the thing. I'm going to see what everyone else thought. I put a poll up. Last night, I'm looking at this, 0-3-29am my time, I put this poll up, asking for your thoughts on the Clash of Champions show. You could either vote thumbs up in the middle or thumbs down. 33% of you went thumbs up, 20% of you thumbs down, but the majority, 47% said it was in the middle show. And I, I'd, I'd probably go with that. It was in the middle, in the middle to thumbs up. It, it, it wasn't the best pay-per-view, was it? But it, it was good. It was good. So, yeah, that is your WWE Clash of the Champions review, recap, whatever you want to call it. I apologise I didn't go through every match move for move. I don't do that. Not into that. I just wanted to get our thoughts out there. So, I alluded at the start of the show, wasn't really happy with... I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. The wrestling newspaper... I, we're not a newspaper, are we? It's a stupid name. Don't like the name. Um, we're working on a new name um, for the show. I've got a few ideas. Have you have you seen our tag has changed on Twitter? Um, basically, I'm going to try and do a couple more shows, really. The WWE. October is a huge month, in it, really, when you look at it. We've got WWE, AEW starting on TV, NXT and WWE teaming up, well, teaming up, they're already together, going head-to-head with AEW Wednesday night, so I am planning on doing a WWE versus AEW podcast, talking about the show, NXT, head-to-head against AEW, so I'm going to try and do that, it's in the works, more, if you stay tuned to our Twitter, um, there'll be more news about that to come, but yeah, this is it, WWE Clash of the Champions 2019 overall, it was good, it was good, weren't it? Anyway, I'm off. I'm going to go and watch the AAA Impact show. I've still not watched. i still not watched Tanahashi against Zack Sabre from yesterday. Um, because watching New Japan before WWE is not a good idea. But yeah, so there's plenty of wrestling to watch. Um, I'm hoping Danny's going to do a show. I might even do it with him. And I'll just host the show and Danny can talk about the big progress show. He was at the big NXT UK show. He was at yesterday. Um, down in Ali Pali, I've heard mixed reactions on the show, so hopefully we will get Danny on to do a live thought show, explain his experience at the Big Progress show yesterday, um, so yeah, check out for that, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's listened to the show, subscribe to the podcast, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, so yeah, I'm Daniel, hopefully you enjoyed this show, as I've not done a solo show in a while now, in quite a long time, so yeah, I feel like I've picked up a bit as I've gone, got a bit more into it, so yeah, that's it, we'll be back with Danny next time on Wrestling Newspaper, I hate that name, Wrestling Newspaper FM, see you later everyone.